0: Welcome in to another episode of Patrick Jones Baseball, where we find the best tools to build the best players. On this episode, we have Bryce Weiler. Bryce is currently the disability consultant for the Baltimore Orioles, and he's also the founder of the Beautiful Lives Project. And what the Beautiful Lives Project is, is it gives people with disabilities the opportunity to participate in an activity or an event so they'll have players, people on the field before the game or after the game playing some baseball, having some fun, able to run around the bases, even having the players of that team out there, you know, hanging out with them, teaching them, um, and just just having a lot of fun. And so I think it's, it's really important that we do give back, and I think this is going to be a great way through the game of baseball that we can give back. Uh, I've done over now 170 episodes where I've talked exclusively about player development so I thought this week let's change it up a little bit I was gonna bring on Bryce we're gonna have a little discussion about you know how can we help people with disabilities who still want to actively participate and play baseball and I think this is gonna be a great thing so um, I, I am gonna personally reach out to several coaches and I know that, that right now, you know, this is an uncertain time, you know, what's going to happen next year, whatnot. I completely understand all that. But at the same time, please keep this um, in the back of your head and please reach out to Bryce with any questions because I think this can really impact, and it already has impacted a uh, uh, many, many, many people um, across the nation. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is Bryce Weiler. All right. We now welcome on Bryce Weiler. Bryce, thanks for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on here with you and to talk about our interest in baseball and our work working with Baltimore's team as well. PJ, so, you, so thank you for the opportunity.
0: Absolutely, my man. I mean, so you're you're you are the co-founder um, for the Beautiful Lives Project. Um, Tell us a little bit more about, um, A, just your background and how the Beautiful Lives Project came about.
1: I was born four months premature with an eye condition called retinopathy of prematurity, which caused me to be blind. And that happened due to, when I was in the hospital, too much light or too much oxygen, which caused the retinas in my eyes to detach, which then caused me to be blind. Growing up, I listened to a lot of sports on the radio, listening to Mike Shannon commentating for the St. Louis Cardinals, Pat Hughes commentating for the Chicago Cubs, and those were two broadcasters who really brought sports to me and created visual pictures in my head, but it was when I was in college at the University of Evansville that the former aces headman's basketball coach, Marty Simmons, gave me the opportunity to live my dream by being able to sit on his Evans Woman's basketball bench and be able to experience college basketball, which were all things that I really never thought that I would be able to do in my life since I cannot see. And through that experience, I, I wanted to give back to help people of all disabilities to live their dreams in sports or in other programs. So in May of 2017, I emailed Anthony Icavone, who is the owner of the New Britain Bees baseball team. And Anthony gave me the opportunity to be our Beautiful Lives Project co-founder with him. And we've done so many programs to enhance the lives of people of all disabilities across the country and sports, art, cheerleading, dance, ballet, and many programs throughout the entire country.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I'm actually um, on your guys' website right now, beautifullives.org. And so tell me more about what exactly you guys do i mean what like who is it for what do you guys do and how how do people make it happen
1: the programs are for people of all disabilities and people who are of any age as well we don't just limit our programs strictly to children which happens with 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 many of these types of programs we believe it's important to help anyone who has any disability no matter their, their age to be able to live their dreams. We have chapter presidents who run these various programs across um, the entire country, such as we have chapters in Dallas, Texas, Los Angeles, California, Raleigh, North Carolina, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Long Island, New York, and many other places across the country. Some events we have done are giving people who have disabilities the opportunity to play on the field with the New Britain Bees baseball team or playing on the field with AAU softball players before the USA Nationals tournament that was put on by Triple Crown Sports last year. In coming Georgia, we've given people who have disabilities the opportunity to learn how to do arts and crafts, to experience music, to do lots and lots of programs across the country. And people can see videos and pictures of all of those things on our website, which is www.beautifullives.org.
0: That's beautiful. And so tell me how, if if I'm a coach, like there's going to be a lot of coaches um, listening to this. If I'm a coach, uh, email you, and then essentially what's going to transpire is you're going to put together um, the group of people. They'll come to um, the whatever stadium that they play at, and it's going to be a situation where their players help out um, and work with with whoever's there um, before the game or after the game, and it's just kind of, you know, just a fun time for an hour, hour and a half.
1: For any baseball or softball coaches listening, or people throughout any other sports who may want to do these programs, we could set up this this type of a program anytime that would work for the coaches, either before or after one of their games, or before or after a practice. And for baseball, and softball doing that type of program, I would try to get maybe 25 to 30 people of, of any age to come out and to play on the field. Could be people who are blind, people who are deaf, people with autism. Who knows what type of groups may be interested in in uh, doing these programs across the country? And we'd split them up into two sections. We'd give one group the opportunity to 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 hit and to run the bases while the other group was out there fielding the balls. We would use wiffle balls and plastic bats so that people were not injured during these types of programs. And we'd have a few extra players um, there who could help because sometimes not everyone wants to play in the activities we have scheduled. Sometimes they want to just throw a ball on the side or sometimes they're even scared to to swing the bat or to run the bases with everyone watching them. So we'd have people there to uh, encourage them and to get everyone excited in these programs. And whether a coach lives in, in the areas of our Beautiful Lives Project chapters, I set up these programs all across the country to help people who have disabilities to play on the field with, with sports teams or the court. So people could email me at Bryce at BeautifulLives.org. B-R-Y-C-E at beautifullives.org. They could contact me on Twitter if they would like, which is at Bryce Weiler at B-R-Y-C-E-W-E-I-L-E-R. Our nonprofit Twitter is at Butte Lives Project at B-E-A-U-T-L-I-V-E-S-P-R-O-J. We'd love to have as many coaches as possible follow and share both of our Twitter accounts and share the work we do to help people of all disabilities to live their dreams.
0: Yeah, this, this sounds just like a no-brainer to me. I mean, it, there's going to be college coaches listening to this, um, you know, some other pro organizations um, too. And I just think it's a great way to, to give back. I mean, and, and to give back in a way that all these people are already accustomed to and comfortable in, like, the environment that they're already in. So I think it's it's a great idea on your, your behalf. i really excited about it. I know we've talked a little bit about possibly doing something with the Orioles um, actually, I, I ran across uh, your information and Twitter account because uh, I saw that you are the dis- you are a disability consultant for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, so, tell us a little bit more about how that came about and, and what you do for the Orioles.
1: I have been Baltimore's disability consultant since June of 2016 when I emailed John, uh, who's the owner of the team, along with his father, and. I told John how sitting on the Evansville men's basketball bench had changed my life and how I wanted to give back to help people of all disabilities to live their dreams across the country. I've worked to make both the Orioles home stadium of Camden Yards and Ed Smith stadium accessible for fans of all disabilities. I have also helped Baltimore become the first team in sports to wear braille on their jerseys to honor people who are blind. That happened during a 2018 home game against the Toronto Blue Jays or Baltimore wore braille on their jerseys. And that program was so important because for people who are blind, especially if, if they become blind partway through their life, it can be really scary for them to learn how to read braille because they think people are going to look at them differently or, or even view them differently. So for Baltimore to take this step and to wear Braille on their jerseys, it really showed everyone that that reading Braille can open up an entire world to people who are visually impaired or blind and how important it is. For that game, we had 150 patrons who were blind at that game and I put all of the food menus in Braille Um, for the food stands where they were sitting out in left field. I ensured that the ushers were properly ready to assist and to guide people who were visually impaired or blind. And it was really a great day being able to interact with, with all of the fans who came to the game. And then last season before two Orioles home games at Camden Yards, we gave people of all disabilities the opportunity to play on the field with Baltimore's players and coaches. And that was a a fantastic experience. It really gave people who have disabilities the opportunity to live their dreams of playing on a major league field and playing on the field with, with some of their heroes and people who they look up to. So that was fantastic. And my friend, Tim Cossens, who is the Orioles catching coach also came out to watch part of the second program. That was great to be able to meet Tim and to spend time with him. And, and uh, before that, that Baltimore home game, they were playing, um, um, Seattle. It it was the second to last home game. I got to go down into the dugout and spend time with coach Tim, which was a lot of fun. I actually didn't know that they wrote Baltimore's lineup on a whiteboard in the dugout. So that was fun getting to experience Coach Tim doing that and visiting with him for a little bit, about 15 to 20 minutes before the second to last home game of the season on a late fall Saturday in September.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't surprise me at all that Tim uh, is is all about this too. I remember this past spring training, I was able to go to the big league side for for a day and I um, mean, he just, I don't even know, he probably didn't even know, remember who I am or my name is or anything, but he just open arms, uh, really welcoming, great, great guy. I mean, everyone over there was awesome, but he, he really, um, you know, opened his arms uh, towards me and uh, just, I'm not surprised at all to hear that. So I take it Baltimore, the Orioles, your favorite baseball, baseball team. Um, what, what do you, uh, what are your favorite things to, to do when you're you know just listening to a baseball game do you are you someone who like types in your computer to try to remember what's going on or how do you remember what's going on in a baseball game
1: when i'm listening to a baseball game and i'm studying if i'm going to be commentating a game with that broadcaster i will type down facts on the broadcaster's style to determine whether he or she tells a lot of stats or if they tell a lot of stories or whether or not there are things that the broadcaster struggles to track, such as first pitch strikes or first pitch balls. And if I'm just listening for fun, I will just listen to the game and just enjoy listening to baseball and the stories that are being told. So definitely two different things. If I'm studying for a game that I'm broadcasting, I definitely take it much more seriously If I'm listening for fun, I just listen on my phone. I'll either lay in bed and listen or I'll sit on the couch most often laying in bed. I enjoy laying in bed and just listen to the (laughs) baseball game and and enjoy all the stories.
0: Who's your favorite player out there?
1: I don't have a favorite player. Well, for a couple of reasons. I'm friends with with many coaches, uh, baseball coaches. Managers such as Clint Hurdle, former manager of the Pirates, Bud Black of the Rockies, Mike Schilt of the Cardinals, but I've never really been able to become friends with, with, with athletes throughout any sport. Maybe that's something that your coaches or, or yourself can, can help with, finding the people throughout baseball who may want to speak with me or to talk about my life. I've had people such as my friend Dusty Baker, who's the new Houston uh, Astros manager, Try and get some of their former players to support my nonprofit or be willing to speak with me, but it's never really worked out for that to happen. So I'm still looking for that one or two special athletes or players who who want to talk with me about their sport, so I can learn more about the inner workings of a pitcher or of a hitter and how they foul off pitches when the count gets to two and two or or to three and two, and how they judge what that umpire is going to call a strike and things such as that but i think having a favorite player that's more something whenever you can see i suppose because people always talk about who's the greatest baseball player they've ever seen or the greatest baseball player of 2019 or of this short 2020 season so far and i think that's that's harder to tell whenever you cannot really see a player's skill set
0: yeah i understand um I understand. Who would you say, okay, so you you, you know you say you, you can't really say who your favorite player is because um you're not able to, to see and, and see, you know, what, you know, st- different stances and, and things like that. But from a statistical standpoint, are there players that you you view are better than everyone else?
1: Uh I would say that's kind of harder for me to tell because I just think viewing a player with your eyes is the most important way to really tell how successful someone is, or you know players who who can hit well or who can work counts i mean when I was sitting on the Evansville basketball bench. I always really enjoyed talking to the players who never got to play very much because they really valued their opportunity to play. So in the limited time that I've been able to speak to college baseball teams or to college softball teams, I really enjoyed talking to the players who never got the opportunity to to play very much and really valued when they got into the game. I always felt that I could speak with them more about life and about overcoming obstacles more so than the star player of a given team.
0: Yeah, I can definitely understand that. Um, I I was one of those players uh, at times of my career where on the bench, so I, I I can definitely resonate with with some of those guys. But I, I you know, from my standpoint, I mean, I, like I said before, you're doing a really great job. I think it's a great thing. Um, you know I I know we had talked off the air a couple days ago or that was yesterday about about doing some of this stuff at the minor league level next year in the Orioles organization which I think would be uh, fantastic Um, and you've already been down to Ed Smith Stadium which is you know I'm in the Gulf Coast League uh, right now so I'm pretty very familiar with that place so I I think this is a you know a, a great great idea on your part um, and it's, it's awesome that Anthony Icavone teamed up with you and is just so active with the new Britain beasts too um, is there anything else you'd like, you'd like to add just about the, the beautiful org or how people could help that
1: well players and coaches after they do these programs they they always realize that they should never take life or even playing sports for granted. Sometimes when we do one of these programs, we don't get the highest number of players, but as the program goes on for the hour or the 90-minute stretch, there's always players who come out after they hear from their teammates or they get text messages or social media posts about how fun it has been to take part in these programs. And so I, I just think it's a great life tool for coaches to show their athletes that you shouldn't take anything in your life for granted. and if you have to sit on the bench because you're injured or because someone um, has your spot and is older than you and, and has that roster spot, there's people who have any disability who are just grateful to be out and to come play on the field. We're always looking for people to donate and to share what we are doing all of the money raised goes to help people of all disabilities to live their dreams and to help our chapter presidents to run their chapters across the country we're always looking for people to become chapter presidents chapter presidents do not need to have any prior work experience working with people who have disabilities we can train chapter presidents how to fundraise how to set up their own events to help people who have disabilities well, I was looking for people to host events in our five categories, sports programs, programs where people who have disabilities can learn how to do programs in art, such as painting or sculpture, learn how to do programs in uh, nature, where people who have disabilities can experience going to a zoo or can experience other nature programs, doing music programs, such as learning how to sing, learning how to play musical instruments. And, and that can be at the high school level, the college level, or just out at a general music studio or art studio or dance studio where cheerleading and dance coaches can give people who have disabilities the opportunity to learn how to do programs in in cheer and dance. So anybody can can host an event and anybody who has a child with a disability or has a friend who has any disability, they can also contact us to set up various events and programs for them across the country. Our website again is www.beautifullives.org. People can email me if they would like. And my email is Bryce at beautifullives.org, B-R-Y-C-E at beautifullives.org. They can follow me on Twitter if they would like, which is at Bryce Weiler, at B-R-Y-C-E-W-E-I-L-E-R. And our nonprofit Twitter, which is at Butte Lives Proj, at B-E-A-U-T-L-I-V-E-S-P-R-O-J. I've enjoyed being so much on this show today. And PJ, you, you really have a great understanding about life and about the value of sports beyond coaching, which often is not found throughout young coaches in sports.
0: Well, I appreciate it, Bryce. And I appreciate you coming on. And, um, I just think that, that, you know, it's one thing to, to give back, uh, with money. Um, you know, I think anybody with, who has money can do that. I mean, I think it's another thing to give up uh, time, which is, uh, our, which is so valued. And so I, I think, being able to, to be a part of something like this where, you know, you do give up your time, but it, you give up your time and it's going to impact, uh, human beings right away, um, for the rest of their lives potentially. And I, I, so I think that's why this is such a, a great, great idea and a great thing that you're doing. So, um, again, Bryce, really appreciate you coming on the show today, man. And, um, we'll make sure to get out, you know, all the links, um, on the show notes page of, of, you know, beautiful lives, um, your own Twitter um, and the website and everything else. So that'll all be on the show notes page. If you didn't um, you know, quite remember everything when Bryce was saying it, we'll make sure to put it, all the links will be right there um, on the show notes. So again, Bryce, appreciate you coming on today, man, and uh, go O's.
1: Thank you so much. I hope we can meet in person real soon and have a great time together on a baseball field, helping people of all disabilities to live their dreams, break down barriers, and eradicate stereotypes.
0: Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Patrick Jones Baseball. Make sure to go subscribe on iTunes so you can stay up to date on the latest trends and techniques being taught in player development. Until next week, hope everyone stays safe.